super dramatic. I like it. I know, I like it too. It's very melodic too. Yeah. See, this throws people off because oh, yeah, really the content of, of all the Fearless shows is like deep, like very political, uh, hot topic, hot button stuff that's going on in the world today, but we've got this like dramatic music. I love it. No, I dig it. Um, so we are here, Fearless. We're coming to you from the Fine Line Aesthetic Studio here inside uh, Town Center. Um, we are facing Main Street right here. What is that? It's Town Center Boulevard right here in El Dorado Hills, right? Yeah, it is. Um, are we, have we decided, um, who, who are we talking to tonight? What, what's your name? <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. You introduce yourself first. Oh, this is Nick. Nick, okay, we got Nick. Who do we have over here? Megan. Okay, Megan. <laughs> I'll be myself tonight. All right, Megan is my business partner. I just want to make sure it's okay to call her Megan. Yeah. Sometimes what happens is the stuff that I say could get her in trouble in different places. <laughs> yeah, maybe true. they won't let her into hair salons or something like that. <laughs> you never can tell. Uh, so tonight, as you heard from the monologue, we're going to talk about how you can start um, battling back. And, and I was talking to Nick before the uh, before we went on, and it, it, he's right. Nick, you're right. It's like it's not about fighting back. It's about uh, trying to achieve the truth of of what's happening and and paying attention to science and data and facts so that you can make informed decisions. So that when people are running around here. Um, outside or in their cars or when they're going into buildings or whatever it is and they're they're forcing people to wear masks um, you can make a, an informed decision on whether or not you're gonna wear that mask or not and then if you decide you're not going to when people come up to you and they start smashing you with with bad looks and you know mad dog and you are following you around the store with video cameras because I've had that happen before then you can have something to uh, to battle back with have some facts and science behind it, you know, because here's the thing. If, if the science said that we were in the middle of this incredible global pandemic that was killing people and offing people in record numbers and wearing a mask would simply stop that from happening, you bet your ass I'd wear a mask. But none of that's true. But that's the, I think that's the meat of what, of what we can all get to here is that science, science rarely says anything silence science rarely sticks their neck out to say anything because science is the scientific method which means you put forth a hypothesis mm -hmm. and then you try and support it with data <clears throat> and then that data can lead you to a conclusion and then that conclusion is then peer-reviewed and peer-reviewed and peer-reviewed before it's published and then it's peer-reviewed and then two decades later it's disproven and then it's peer reviewed and then more <laughs> hypothesis. Science, science rarely steps itself out on the platform that says this is fucking true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it very, very, very rarely will give you a black and white um, like it, it doesn't jump into politics or anything like that. Right. It's hypothesis driven. Um, they come up with their thesis, whatever the case may be, and well, then they I, present all the information. I hear this thing that says I believe in science. Yeah. And in my mind, I think that 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 is even more dogmatic mm. than religion is. It is because people have their own personal religion and every every religious person has a relationship with their God. And that's a capital G-O-D or a small G-O-D or a capital H-I-M or a small H-I-M. <laughs> everyone has a relationship with their God and it's personal for them. They don't have a belief in religion. Yeah. 
a lot of these people have this like I believe in science and um, well what science because tomorrow the science that was just put out there today is going to be disproven and then the next day it's going to be disproven the next day it's going to be disproven and yep. you you can't you there are very few laws of science like laws that they're they're irrefutable facts of how our universe works and how health works and how humanity works and even from everything from psychology to to, to physiology to to physics there's not many things that are not so plastic and not so pliable that you can't bend them to your will because you have a preconceived notion of the science that you want to bend the data mm. towards your will until it hits the wall of law, physical law, natural law. And there's very few of those out there. So science can science, science is just an inordinate amount of weapons in your tool bag that that you can choose to use at your at your will and say, oh well you well you don't believe in science. Yeah. Well, I, I like that how you equate that to spirituality. Because it is the same thing. There are people who will swear, oh, yeah. you know, by spirituality, but it's not the law. Well, it makes them feel good as we're watching people walk by right now outside with masks on. Speaking of tool bags, I got sound here from Fauci, and I've got sound here from others who once said one thing and then said another, and uh, and then we've we've dug into the science and we've got studies in here uh, from Oxford University, from Stanford University, from virologists, from epidemiologists, MIT from scientists, from, yeah, MIT, yeah. all over the country. And so I want to be able to disprove some of this stuff. But I also want, I just want to give people some, the, the, the goal of the show today is to give people some ammunition so that when they go out, they, I can get them to, to drop this mask charade, this theater, and they can feel okay about it. Because there might be some people out there who say, well, I don't really want to do it. I'm tired of, of the compliance. But at the same time, I'm kind of afraid that if I do, maybe I will get sick and then I'll look like an idiot later on. It, we're going to disprove that um, as much as we possibly can with the very latest science that's out there. Before we get into it, though, um, since this show is is mainly hot topics and especially stuff that happens here locally, um, I want to I want to talk about this uh, this this story that came out on uh, Fox Forty on the website, and uh, Megan's going to help me with it a little bit, but I'll, I'll basically read a little bit of it right here. It's uh, it's this is from the website. Uh, it says, a Roseville real estate agent is suing Black Lives Matter Sacramento and its founder uh, for libel after the group claimed she sent racist emails. The lady's name is Kara Crawley. She's been a local real estate agent for more than three decades. She spoke to Fox 40 a day after Black Lives Matter shared a number of emails that included an email address that had Crowley's name with the number 64 after it uh, and was signed Kara Crowley. Uh, Kara Crawley, Crawley Properties. So obviously she put her business uh, information on there, which is what most racists do. And other, uh, um, in one of the other emails, uh, the sender writes this. Okay, this is an email. So let me, let me explain it to you. Black Lives Matter claims they got some emails, intercepted some emails, and they screenshotted them from this lady, Kara Crawley who um, is a real estate agent and uh, owns uh, Crawley Properties. In the emails, she says all these racist things, just blatant racist things. Um, and then they claim they intercepted the emails, they got them, they screenshot them, they put them on their Black Lives Matter Sacramento Division um, Facebook, was it yeah. Facebook page? Um, and, and then there were comments in the Black Lives Matter um, Facebook page that just 
we're, you know, we're going to come after this lady. We're going to make her an example. We've gone to her house. We looked through her windows. We've, you know, we looked her up over here and over there. We found out she used to be in Texas. All this other like, like hateful stuff, right? So um, one of the emails says this, says, quote, my husband and I are pillars in this community. We have always taught our children to fear African-Americans. <laughs> and I'm not laughing because I think this lady's a crazy racist. I'm just, I'll tell you why I'm laughing in a second after I finish some of this other stuff. Uh, the last email shared said, was there only two? That, uh, I that, think there's three. There's three. Um, it says, the last email shared says, let's bring slavery back. This is a, a lady who owns Crawley Properties suggesting she's teaching her kids to hate or to fear black people and we should bring slavery back. Um, and then uh, Crawley goes on to tell Fox 40 the email address uh, that sent those is not hers. She believes someone is purposely trying to hurt her business. As a result of the social media post, she's received numerous messages and calls. She says, quote, there have been a lot of hateful, nasty comments. There have been many, many phone calls. The most recent one where, uh, um, uh, is where we're leaving to come here to Fox 40. Somebody on the other line said, it's time for you to move. A lawsuit filed by her attorney on behalf of Crowley says that her, uh, uh, said her husband says, in fact, Fox 40 News contacted Ms. Crowley and defendant's uh, Facebook post, um, and Ms. Crowley felt compelled to do an interview to try and mitigate the damage. The Facebook post was uh, still up on Monday. Now, Crowley and her husband are suing BLM Sacramento and its founder, Tanya Faison, Faison, whatever, uh, for $75,000 in damages and is calling for the group to remove the post. The lawsuit Crowley attorneys say Black Lives Matter posts on social media are libelous on their face. Quote, these posts uh, expose plaintiffs uh, to hatred, contempt, ridicule, and, uh, and um, they portray plaintiffs as, a, as racist and ignorant. Uh, the defendant's Facebook post encourages others to find uh, personal information on plaintiffs and post it, which they did shortly after plaintiff's personal information was posted on BLM, uh, BLM's Facebook page. The lawsuit continues. A week later, Facebook post had been shared nearly 200 times. So um, here, here's, what I, uh, here's what I have to say. Um, it, it, uh, I got a lot. Ever well, hear of Jesse Smollett? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this reeks of Jesse Smollett. Listen, if there was uh, racist people out there doing racist things, I'd be the first one to... to um, condemn. Yeah, to condemn everything that they're doing. The problem is that I grew... I, I was born in the 70s, raised in the 80s, and I swear to you... I swear as... Uh, 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 on my daughter's life... I don't know a single white supremacist, never ran Same. up against one, never met one, never bumped into one. I was born in the South. I was born in Louisiana. Never once ran up against a racist yeah. uh, person who, who would use racist rhetoric. Not once. Yeah. I have grandparents who lived back in the day who never told racist jokes. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, but... Somebody's sending out an email suggesting that they have suggested that they tell their kids to fear black people and they can't wait for slavery to come back <laughs> is the most cartoonish, yeah. asinine, moronic thing I've ever heard. And, and for Black Lives Matter to take that seriously without vetting anything yep. is just obnoxious, yep. man. Yep. I, I, I just I don't, I don't get it. What do you, what do you think? I mean, you, you really just hit it all on the head there. I mean, I saw this headline, you know, that that news organization had posted, and I'm thinking, like, what the, who is this woman to post, you know, bad things about the black community? This is awful, right? Uh, so I, I do some research. 
and I, I read I read the whole thing and and You're not, not only supposed that to research. I I, yeah. no, I know yeah, don't don't keep facts, your head down facts. keep your head down uh, so I actually went to uh, to Jim Acosta at CNN he'll be fine <laughs> right keep exactly keep Mr. Mr. Narcissist himself keep your head down they didn't actually post the exact emails in the the article so I went to the Black Lives Matter Sacramento Division Facebook page and I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled until I found the actual post myself and then I went in and I, I read everything verbatim and. At that moment, it became completely clear to me that this was absolutely 100% not true. Yeah. Who would do that? <laughs> right. Who, and I'm thinking, okay, first thought, oh my gosh, maybe this woman was like really wine drunk Got liquored one up night, one night, yeah. Pissed <laughs> off, like, oh shit. No, the emails, they're date and time stamped. It was like Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. I bet just this before woman church. was in church. Yeah, just I before church. I bet she was in church. I mean, it just reeked, like you said, of Jesse Smollett. And I just thought... Black Lives Matter is taking it upon themselves to screenshot this woman's name and her business and post it publicly on Facebook. That is what I had a problem with. Either they did it themselves or they got taken. And and to your point, Nick, facts. Nobody wants the facts anymore. They're just going to use their emotions and run with it and post it and get themselves in a whole lot of trouble. Yeah, no, they they really don't. The I think that there's 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 two grand grand narrative issues here. Um Number one is that everyone in our generation, um, like you said, born in the 70s, raised in the 80s, 90s, um, they, Cold War's over. Mm -hmm. Social, like the, 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 the social, social movements are over. Vietnam's over. War's over. The, the civil rights. Yeah, civil movement. rights movement is over. It's over. You, we have grown up in the best yeah. single time yeah. to mm -hmm. be alive yeah. in this world. Yeah. Privation amongst the entirety of the population of the earth mm -hmm. is less than it ever has been today. Read Steven Pinker's book, uh, uh, you know, from, from our better angels to enlightenment now, the, the status of humanity as a whole is better than it ever has been mm -hmm. today and the united states is the country that has led the way in providing that yeah. 100%. and while we have not been angels at it and while we have not been good at doing it throughout the entire world and we can't make sure that everyone is hit anecdotal evidence is not the thing but everyone wants a call to adventure yeah. they want a battle they want to be a hero they want to be that and unfortunately we all cannot be don quixote mm -hmm. you cannot fight windmills and hope that they're dragons yeah <laughs> yep. because they're not yeah. they're just windmills and at some point you have to realize that you have to be thankful for where we're at and what we have and what we do and not try to create things out of midair mm -hmm. and i don't know this is the first I've ever heard of this story. Mm -hmm. So you, I don't know what the facts are. Mm -hmm. But the, the point is, is that nobody ever fucking waits yeah. for the nope. facts of what it is. And well, you've, heard of the, you've heard of the term poisoning the well. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like if back in the Middle Ages, if I, if I said, hey, I poisoned the well. Well, you're all fucked mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you got to go 130 miles to the next well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You, you're, you're basically either have to disbelieve that i've poisoned the well you have to take your chances or you have to travel yeah one of the two so you either have to do your own work 
You have to have some faith that I might be an asshole or you might die. Yeah. And this is what this is, is it's poisoning the well. And with someone who has their own business, this day and age in cancel culture, all you have to do is poison the well mm-hmm. yeah. because there's no coming back from it. I mean, nope. everybody, everybody thinks Brett Kavanaugh is a, is a, is a serial rapist. rapist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because everyone just poisoned yeah. the well. And I don't, and again, I don't know. I'm not his bestie, but right. the, the evidence, the evidence says that there was a crusade, a call to action or a call, a call to heroics that, that led against this dude. And there was no evidence behind it, but everyone wants, they want their, they want their generational sh- struggle and yep. i can't i cannot i cannot say this enough everyone wants the struggle that defines their yeah. generation they, they, wa- right. they want to be You're gandhi right. they want mm-hmm. to be churchill they they want to be they want to but be carnegie they going? want to be it i mean to your point about you know talking about how we were raised as like america is the greatest country in the world you know i remember watching you know shows on you know communist country and and propaganda being this bad evil word that americans didn't have to deal with we didn't have we propaganda do it every day. we, do we have facts exactly mm-hmm. and here we are which brings us back to our mask mandating you know conversation that we're going to get into there's so much propaganda which you know, was formalized in the, in the CIA to literally brainwash the civilians. That's what propaganda is. And people are not aware and awake enough, you know, woke to uh, hmm. understand that what we're seeing on a daily basis is propaganda. Yeah, it is. It's, it's propaganda perpetrated by, you know, the left wing media and, you know, some from the right wing media. But it's it. It's it's uh when it comes to this situation when it comes to race. But getting uh, back to this woman, seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's nothing, dude. That Covington kid, he bankrupted CNN. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Those people, those people have a fucking lemonade stand in every major city (laughs) in in America. Like they're trying to avoid bullets in Chicago to sell lemonade so that they can fucking pay for this kid's lawsuit. Yeah, because they destroyed his life with libel. Yeah, well, Miss Crowley, up your ante because you need more than that. Well, yeah, Yeah. so seventy five thousand bucks. She should she should write a check and get off like fast and get off quick because this Covington kid destroyed CNN. Unfortunately, BLM Sacramento has no money, so we'll yeah. see. But go well, fund me. Someone start a GoFundMe. I'm about it. Uh, th- we freaked out to uh, uh, Miss we Crowley have, as we well. Have. So uh, we'll have to see if we can get her onto the show. And, and oddly enough, we, we do have the ability to find out if she's telling the truth. Ooh, this is right. <laughs> because we do have, uh, we Our do have guy. a Facebook. We have a no. We we have a friend of ours who is a private investigator who is a an expert on um, lie detector tests. Uh, yeah, on 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 lie detector tests, and we could hook her up, and she yeah. could give her side of the story, and and but it doesn't. I, I'll tell you, I, without knowing all the facts of the case, without knowing who the person is. Uh, to be completely fair, to, to just to listen, just, if you're going to put that shit out there on social media, and yeah. someone comes up to you and says, "What do you think about this?" You're fucking goddamn right, I'd said that. Yeah, you yeah, put oh, yeah. that out on social media. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. You don't if, walk that stuff back on social no, media. No, no. If you're so bold that you're going to put on there that you hope slavery comes back before you walk into church on Sunday and hit send, mm-hmm. I doubt that person's going to deny that they made those statements yeah. because that is blatant, stupid racism. It's kind of like... Those people don't apologize to the Totally. Mob. No, ever. Totally. And if, and if, you know, just like the Jesse Smollett thing, he was sold on it, man. He's yeah, a couple of dudes it. who had a MAGA hat, you know, came up to me and then they had a noose and it's like, bro, and, and the whole time, even Dave Chappelle said that the whole time he was listening, he was, 
he was just shaking his yeah. head like, come on, man, really? This yeah. is what you're going with? Like, it was it was a comedy, <laughs> pure comedy. Also, and then it found out that he was lying, and then the left-wing media continued to push the stupid-ass yeah. narrative and then blamed you for, for yeah. questioning it. Yeah. And then and then good old Uncle Tim, Tim Scott, highlighted this in his response oh, yeah. to the State of the Union Uncle address Tim, where yeah. he said, he said mm. this country is not a racist country, it's but not. you are using yep. the most painful thing in the United States history like the most painful thing that we have because if you look back from the time where we're founded and other than burning witches which were just (laughs) women who knew who knew their shit yeah other than burning witches that was our most painful moment and you just continue to try to dig that scab off of what we do in order to promote your agenda all the time and and the 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 old axiom is that the the left never lets a crisis go to waste. No, they don't. That's and a they even have to, and they even have to manufacture it because, like like you said, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know a racist. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Do I know or pe- passive? I I know people who you know who tell off color jokes, uh, but let's let truth be told. Before I go any further, most of my friends are black, <laughs> and. They are the ones who tell yeah. me the yeah. off-color jokes. Yeah. And I don't mean about black people. I mean about whitey. Yeah. And I'll join in because it's funny yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, it's just, I'm not suggesting that racism doesn't comedy. exist, but we're not no. talking about people's personal thoughts and yeah. stuff like that. We're talking about systemic racism, uh, which has been illegal since the 50s and 60s when we got rid of Jim Crow laws that the left put in place in the, in the, be- in the first place. Yeah. And, uh, and if you watch movies like, I, there was a movie that came out, uh, and I can't remember who, what the movie was, but it was it, the, the premise was it was a black guy, he was a, a, a concert pianist, and um, Viggo Mer- uh, Mortensen, or whatever his name is, was oh, yeah, his yeah. driver. And, and, drove, and, and so they were in the South, and the South was very racist, and a lot of Southern Democrats, and there were, you know, there were some folks that were on the other side as well, but the South was very racist. They were driving through New York, and, um, and, and it was very Republican back then, but it was, it was, it was just the North. And uh, they got pulled over by an, a, a police officer. He saw what was going on. He saw that there was a black man in the back and a white man in the front. And um, he went back to his car, and he said, you wait right here, and he went back to his car. And the whole time you're thinking to yourself, here we go. It's going to be you know, massive racism. And he came back and he got a jack and he jacked the car up and changed the tire for him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my grandfather used to tell me the same thing. It was a battle between the South and the North and the West where the South was very racist, but everybody else really was not like that right. in this country. Yeah. And, and uh, we can't deny the past, but the country's only 250 years old. And all these other countries that engaged in colonialism and, and, and uh, imperialism and slavery and it, it got involved in the slave trade and everything else. And there wasn't just the African slave trade. There were other slave trades yeah. as well. Like th- those countries, thousands of years have passed. Hundreds and hundreds of years have passed. We're 250 years old. We're, p- we're relatively young. We're so new. So we yeah. keep talking about the shit that we did. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you got to move on. It's like, political. You know it's not. Our, like we were talking earlier, it's not our black friends. Our black friends no, don't feel like no. this. You go it's outside. One hundred percent, the political media and these organizations like BLM, like Charles Barkley, and it's one hundred percent buying votes. It's brainwashing yeah. the uneducated, the people, like the people who don't want oh. the truth. Candace Owens, to me, uh, yeah, she. I love her. I, I, yeah, I've been I've been loving on Candace Owens for a long time, mm. and there, there's 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 folks like her as well that mm. don't get as much publicity, but she just hustles and gets out there and gets her. And now she's signed with Daily Wire, so she's yeah. got she's her voice but is getting uh, even bigger. Let's all let's all be honest. Like, I'm sorry we we can't all survive without one another. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to survive without one another. Yeah. I don't want to survive without my friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what fucking race my friends are. I don't are. care. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to survive without my friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't want to survive without the people that I live day to day with. And I give two shits. Right. And let's talk about how all cultures are different. Right. You know, and, but the- this is all this is also not to say that like when when you are when you are when you are black and you're driving through a totally white neighborhood, you're not like fuck, dude, because I'm <laughs> I'm white. And when I when I drive <laughs> yeah, when I when I drive through a black neighborhood, <laughs> yep. I'm like fuck. Yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because yeah. that that's how yeah. that shit is. I had some friends, I had some friends last year that went down through the south and they decided to go do a a, a fried chicken tour. Of the South. Oh, shit. White boys. Oh, shit. Yeah. Total white boys. Uh-oh. Oh, they stepped into this place in Alabama, and there was a there was one of those burning burning barrels outside at night, like one of those keep warm barrels, yeah. like the, the old, yeah. you know. Like in Rocky. Like, yeah, like you see like you see in the movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. that shit is real. I'm like, are you, you're, you're shitting me. It's not real. Like, no, it's really real. <laughs> and they walked into this place, and they said, we heard you guys have the best fried chicken in town. And they said, we haven't seen people like you in a couple of years. Wow. And they said, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> and they said, and they, like and they, straight, they, they straight out said, white folk. Yeah, that's and true. So, and so they said, the person at my hotel said, you have the best sweet potato pie. We'll take that first because we like dessert. Yeah, okay. And she said, then we're friends for life. Yeah. And that's like. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. dude! I'm telling you. How do you how do you say no to that? Because mm-hmm. that's just humanity. Yeah. That's like it's Charles not, Barkley. It's not color. It's humanity. Yeah. And that is all people need to do together is be human. Yeah. I don't need a I don't need a grand narrative. I don't need someone to tell me tell me how I feel about you. I look at you in your eyes and they sparkle, mm-hmm. and your smile makes mm-hmm. me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I love you. I don't. Yeah. You could be green and full of tentacles, and I would be your best friend because That'd be even I feel like you and I. Are gonna stick together. Yep. Uh, it's like Charles Barkley said that uh, he believes that the media drives all this, and he, he called out the Democrats as well because that's where they get their powers from yep. dividing people in. And he said if you go outside, and I've been saying this for years, years, you go outside and you you talk to your your friends who are black, who are white, who are different colors, you'll see that we all pretty much get along. There are some differences. My daughter was asking me on the way home from school the other day about. You know, some of the stuff that she's heard and some of the teachers are pushing some some uh, critical race theory stuff that's going on right now, which is uh, which is not going to fly in my daughter's high school no. when I get up there. Uh, so and, and I just tried to tell her, I said, look, look, there, there are people. There's a difference between people uh, sticking to their own race and being racist. Mm-hmm. Like um, I have a lot of black friends and they they are married to black women and yeah. they love black women. That's fine. And I and that's OK. And mm-hmm. I have white friends who um, are not attracted to black women and some who are. But, yeah. but if you look at society anywhere, really, but especially in America where we have a lot that of different black. cultures. some hot, hot women that love dad bods. I just, okay. <laughs> well, where fuck, are they? <laughs> um, I, I've, and so if you look, a lot of people in a melting pot society like this, a lot of them will stick to their own, you know, kind of their own race and because they feel comfortable. But that doesn't mean that they don't, you know, get out and have friends and like uh, the other races and that we don't get along. So I try to explain that to Isabella, who's mixed race, you know, part Puerto Rican, part white dude. 
<laughs> so, um, uh, well, white female. Uh, but, but I mean, it, this is the stuff that we're, we're, we're um, kind of showing our, 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 our kids. And um, if we don't step up and start, uh, the, the people who get along, if we don't step up and start demanding that this shit stop, uh, then we're gonna we're gonna really poison the well for the I, next generation. I really got to well. be honest with you. We were doing we were doing so goddamn good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we were until until the day it, after nine eleven. That was yeah, the, but that, in, until it became good. until it became a thing that could then wedge. The well, they used apart. it against they used it against Trump too. They they would say, well, he's you know clearly pushing white supremacy. Well, anybody who grew up in the eighties, I don't know if you grew up in the eighties, but I yep, grew up in the eighties. I, I knew all about Donald Trump. Yeah. He was always a New York left wing liberal. Yeah, dude. So I grew up in the nineties and I heard rap songs mention Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, growing yeah. Up. That's how I learned Donald well, Trump. And he I always saw him gave slam dance fucking stone cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I've seen and, and he gives <laughs> tons of money he he gave tons of money all over the years. So in nineteen a lot of people don't know this. In nineteen eighty four Jesse Jackson ran for president, but a lot he couldn't get financed. Donald Trump is the one who financed that campaign. Yep. Mm. Um, so, mm. it, it, but but they just keep pushing this thing. And as a white dude who's in his forties, I'm I'm like looking around at people in the room, and I'm like, where the fuck are all these white supremacists that they're talking about? Are you talking about like KKK, where there's like thirty seven members and they all live in the same neighborhood <laughs> right. and shit? Right. Like those fucking backward morons. No one no one even pays attention to them. Right. Like what are we talking about? But also, I know a lot of awesome dudes yeah. who are just. Fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Donald Trump might just be an asshole. Right. Yeah, and, and so that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But like, <laughs> but the assholes that I know, not racist, and they make no, money. Yeah. A lot of times, they know how to make money. I mean, you can't take that away from you know Trump. He's the best businessman. You just I mean, can't. You, you just can't use the most painful thing that our country has you. under its sleeve. Yeah, there you go. To continue yeah. to drive your narrative that everyone is because then what you do. Is like all you dilute of a sudden, it. I hear the word racist, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dilute r- true yeah. racism. If there's ever any um, instances out there, um, then you know it's like it's completely diluted mm-hmm. it be- because you're, you're. It's the boy who cried wolf, and, and, I it, think and it isn't Fox the black community. Story is going to show and it's, that this it's is not another. Even, it's not even diluted now. Yeah. The the problem is, which we're going to get into with Maskland, is that what happens when this shit actually bubbles over and it becomes an actual issue that -hmm. people need to actually attend to immediately in order to ameliorate the the actual consequences of what is going to happen to us as a society because you can only cry wolf so many times before people just start tuning you the fuck out this is true and shifting gears to the mass thing now and you know that that the race thing we could do a two hour long show on seven hours and, and you know what i'm I gonna go do that on fearless but i'm going to invite to take a my blue pill to do that one <laughs> yeah i'm gonna invite my my african-american friends on the show because i i think the only way we can really true have a real true conversation about it is to get all perspectives Absolutely. to try to figure out, you know, what it is that we're dealing with and, and, you know, and get perspective from, right. from, from African-Americans and they get perspective from us. And I, but like I said, I think we'll find that we get a long way. And I dealt with, I had one of my good, good buddies, uh, who I worked with at, at one Oh two five, right. Was, was a, a pretty militant, you know, black power guy, right. Uh, very proud and, um, but not racist, you know, right. and, and, we had real deep conversations all the time about stuff. We didn't always agree on stuff, uh, but I ceded to him that I don't understand his perspective all the time, and he understood. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he has his own podcast. Yeah, and and um, 
uh, but but he's rational, you know, and 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 it's like right. we have differences of opinions, but but um, but with, when it comes to the facts, though, you know, he he would. Then again, I invited him on our show, and his res- no, that's a different guy. Oh, okay, never mind. That's a different guy. That guy is different because he is not. He is half white, isn't right. he? So the problem with half white people <laughs> is that <laughs> they're so guilty, right? They have so much white guilt yes. built up in them, yes. and they have their black side that they feel like they have to go full black on everybody and say, oh, well, you know, I have, you know, and, and take up the cause for the African-American community. Right. Meanwhile, the, the, the African-American community that's 100% African-American is looking at them like, dude, bro, you don't, you don't talk for us. Shut up. Shut up. Like so you're, for you're, the record, I invited him on our show and his yeah. response was, I like to support black owned businesses only. I only do black. Your only. podcast is too white for me. Too white. Two whites. Here's That's not racist at all. Here's, here's <laughs> I tell him since he's half white right. to just come in for half the show, <laughs> and then he can go ahead and leave, and then he's only supporting uh, black businesses from his black side. That's I mean, hilarious. I'm just saying. Oh, but that's that's. I think that's one of the things that I'd like that I'd like everybody to to understand is like, listen, um, my politics is I'm a federalist. Yeah, and I as a it. as a federalist, that means that I care about what happens to me and the people that surround me the closest mm-hmm. sure. because those are the people that I can have the greatest impact upon, which means that I can have the greatest impact upon them by setting a good example, which means by learning, reading, talking, understanding, hugging, loving, and yeah. being kind. Listening. And the people that I do not have that kind of an immediate impact on, I can then hope that my, the circle of people, the, the 10 or 15 or 20 or 30, even though I do not don't have that for 30 people they can then have that upon themselves and federalism is really about controlling the power that's closest to you and then letting it seep into your community and then into your city and then into your county and then hopefully into your state or into your representative field or into your district and then at the final goddamn stage is the federal government Mm -hmm. and all you have is cnn and the federal government telling you guys that you're racist and as as someone who lives in a small community somewhere, you look at it brown and you're like, with those with those blind like like eyes that go back and forth. You're like, well, I I I I am not I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, you're yeah. not. Like, don't let someone tell you that you are if you're not. And yeah. if you're not, go out and show it. Yeah. And and just be loving and yeah. be friendly and be kind because federalism is the one thing that made this country great. It's because it is the people. That have that have the impact upon the greater society, upon your upon your district, upon your county, upon your city, upon your state, and then upon your federal government. And if you decide that you don't that your well is not poisoned, your well is not poisoned, and fuck people that say that they are. And you get out there and you show it, and then everyone else will go, no, this is wrong. And then hopefully that will go out, and it will and it will it will propagate itself from. From spot to spot, from Amen. county to county, and from city to city, from state to state, and then through the federal government. But the last thing that you need is someone who is 700 degrees from Kevin Bacon telling you that you're a goddamn <laughs> racist. So <laughs> shut the fuck up Preach. and just be a human being. 100%. Uh, you're listening to Fearless. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will come right back, and then we'll get into the mass. Okay, so some of the questions that I have, uh, I want people to ponder a little bit. If you're one of those people who wears the mask, you're walking around outside without the mask, I want to know why you're wearing the mask. I want to know why you're wearing it in cars. I want to know why you're wearing it outside. I want to know why you mask up two-year-olds and think that's okay. Like We're going to get into all those questions. I've got audio from Tucker Carlson, who is who is reading verbatim 
scientific studies that are done all across the world, and he's he's, he's a target of of the left all the time. Um, I'm gonna talk. We're gonna play some stuff from Fauci himself, and we'll do that in just a few minutes. Keep it locked in right here. It's fearless. Hey, what's up? Boondock here with you. Uh, I know that you're looking for entertainment, and Boondock Underground on Spotify and iTunes is definitely the spot you want to go to. But it's not just the Boondock Underground. Underneath our umbrella of entertainment here at the Boondock Underground Incorporated, we have, of course, the 916, which is a local show for, you know, entertainers and, you know, business people and owners and things of that nature. We talk about stuff local, whether it's dating, whether it's business owners, whether it's politics, whatever. We talk about the local stuff. That's the 916. I have my show, Fearless, which is a political show. And we've got a sports show coming out as well. We've got some other hosts as well. We've got a lot of stuff happening at the Podcast Lounge. And you can check us out at the Podcast Lounge, EDH. Dot com. That's the podcast lounge, edh.com. You can see all of our shows. Um, we can uh, get in contact with you. You can get in contact with us. You can see uh, the different things that we offer, uh, services and things of that nature. And uh, you can see the pictures and the videos and everything else. And you can subscribe to the shows as well. Everything is free. You just got to go on there, check it out, and want to be entertained. So go to the podcast lounge, edh.com, and we'll be seeing you soon. I feel like I'm walking up to the Lincoln Monument. Listen to the crescendo. It's deep. It's just, it's strong. It's like Whoever Will, wrote this Will is Smith and Bill Pullman are ready to save us. <laughs> yeah. That really like is true. That. It's true. Uh, we are back. Fearless. Name the show Fearless because if you were to listen to all of the uh, media, especially over the last year, 2020, you have been um, led to believe a lot of things, and you've been you've had fear pumped into you. I continually go into places all over this city, maskless. Uh, I do it at uh, the Safeway up on Bass Lake, uh, which is where that's my go-to. I do it in Rayleigh's, even though they're medieval in there. Um, I do it in Nugget, and they chase my ass around. I was gonna say they chase you around. <laughs> They do, and they can blow me. Oh. Um, there's, uh, there's a, uh, there's a bunch of them. Um, like Target, Target, Target dialed it down a little bit, only, only because I think they've been because they were having like, like legit fights and stuff in there where people were not having it, and uh, I think in order to curtail the the violence, uh, potential violence, uh, they told people not to, um, not to get in their face anymore about the masks. It's less than the Black Friday, right? Friday rush for a free delivery. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so I'm going to play some audio clips and stuff, but I want to ask a couple of questions first and foremost because the whole point of the show today was was to try and give people a little bit of ammunition when you my, – my daughter asked me, and a lot of the stuff I filtered through my daughter because um, she's at an age where she's asking a lot of questions and she, you know, she needs answers and not just passive bullshit. She needs, like, tangible stuff. And she asked me, when is this going to all end? She's just tired of it. She has asthma at school. They make her run the mile on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. 
with a mask on. Um, and um, I've raised hell about it. And she said, I told her, do not listen to the teachers. I don't give a damn about them and their stupid agenda. Take your mask off when you're running and do not put it back on until you walk into a classroom because um, all of this shit is nonsense. And if my daughter drops because uh, because she's lacking oxygen, which she already has a problem with and already has a, a medical condition where her body creates clots <clears throat> at a thousand times higher rate than a normal human being to the point that I have to give her Lovenox shots in her tummy twice a day. If something were to happen to her because of these morons and their bizarre, backward-ass, no-science-having-asshole mandates to put a mask on, I'm going to snap the likes of which no fucking human being has ever seen, and I'm going to be on every nightly fucking news there is because I... I have to protect my people, right? And my people is my daughter. And it's irritating to me. And what I told her is, I don't know if it's going to go away, but it certainly isn't going to go away if people continue to just mask up with a big-ass smile on their face every time they walk around, outside, in their car, walking into Target. They love doing it. Like the high school kids, it's like a badge of honor for them. And and there are people, like like you said, Nick, earlier, it's like a religion to them. But number one are the people who feel like they're walking around with a giant set and they got to walk around like they're bow-legged because their balls are just swinging between their legs. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I got a condition. Uh. I'm like, you don't got a fucking condition. <laughs> like, there are people that actually have a condition. And all of you people that are Second Amendment, like, constitutional quoting never read the fucking constitution in their life are walking into places and be like, Oh no, 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 no. I got asthma. My doctor said you haven't talked to your doctor in 12 years. Shut the fuck up. Like, and what you're doing is you are taking people who actually have a condition and you're minimalizing it like your daughter. Yeah. You're, you're taking her condition and you are, you are owning it for yourself. And that is owning that is owning something that's not yours. Well, and you know, d- d- I I walk into Target and they say, "Do you have a mask?" And I say, "I got the vaccine." Fuck no, I don't have a vaccine. No. But I'm gonna fucking claim it because everybody who it, says it's those the things. only way I can get through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think people say stuff like that because I they don't glute, know I got how a gluten allergy. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't know what else to say, yeah. but they don't want to do yeah, the mask thing. Just, I'm allergic to cooked onions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. There are there you know look there are people that that try to find their way yeah. uh, to not have to wear the mask and I, it, for me but if you got a set have a set and let them swing it, that, if that, you don't that's what shut I the do. fuck up yeah. and put the mask on and walk through fucking Target I don't know. Yeah. if you don't I if you don't, don't have a set if you don't have a set then Nick, allow locked- allow this girl to take her mask off and run the mile yeah. like a junior high or high schooler mm-hmm. and if you got a set have a set if you don't. Put the mask on. I I just got through with Target today and I wore my mask because like mm. I don't I don't I don't give a shit right now because it's eh, whatever. Fucking I gotta wear a mask. Who cares? I gotta go pick up a set of magic erasers yeah. to have a mask. I don't feel like getting into a brawl with a 12-year-old girl who's oh. like just trying There's to that. follow her Nick. corporate policy. Nick. But it's not We're her, in different places but right it's, now. But it's also not her fault. Like when No, I, when, you're right. It's not her fault. I refuse. When, I'm done. I'm done with the no, fucking No, I, I totally get yeah. you. But when I when I call the customer service line for Comcast, I have to tell the girl, listen, I'm 
fucking furious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not mm-hmm. mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm just yeah, mad yeah, in general. And so this girl who's sitting there in her fucking red polo shirt and her stained khakis that's like, where's your mask? <laughs> I'm like, listen, girl, like you don't you don't want to fucking dance with me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So instead I put on the mask because I don't want to dance with her because it's no fun punching. You that pick your battles. Yeah, I pick that, your battles. That, that's really it. It's it's a pick your battle. Yeah, there are thing. people that pick their battles. By and, the way, and holding your microphone really makes a difference in how I fucking want to dance. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show. Uh, it's exactly <laughs> that's why I do it. Though. It takes three to tango. That's that's why I do it. That's why I hold the ma- I hold the mic. Now I I feel like um th- there were uh, there were times early on maybe two three months because I didn't wear it for a long time because mm-hmm. it was a suggestion for the most part. Then it became mandatory for you. It, it, you know if you walked in if it, this establishment you have to have a mask on and I would do it. Uh, but but there were days when I got up and I was too tired to fight. I was just too tired to argue with people. So yeah. I would put the mask on to go in and do something. And then at some point, a couple of months in, I said, you know what, dude? I can't be a bitch anymore. I complain about yeah. the mask. I'm not going to put the yeah. mask on. And if they don't like it, fuck yeah. them. They can riot in the parking lot or they can shank me. Yeah. If that's what they feel they can do. And if you feel like you have the sack to be able to take me down, then more power to you. Come on, follow yeah. me in the store. The only time I don't confront people or I don't look when them back in the eyes you. when my daughter's yeah. with me because um, that's just not a very good responsible thing to do to get into a, a fight with somebody when your kid is, is, is standing there looking for you as an example. So I don't do that. But I don't wear that anymore. I'm noticing that more and more people are starting to uh, take a stand and not wear it. Yeah. There's no scientific evidence that suggests that wearing a mask is, 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 uh, Most of it is better anti-mask. for you. Yeah. And the reality is that the science that has come out is actually now, and I'll read some stuff that came from uh, a couple different studies now that other peers, uh, like you were talking about earlier, have, have reviewed these studies and, and it's, and it's becoming common now. Now, a lot of them are getting thrown off of social media and places like that because that's not fitting the narrative that they want. But social, yeah. like fucking Facebook is not scientific American. Exactly. It's not They're science. They're fact the checkers magazine. aren't it's not. It's not the, the, Stanford, the Stanford Journal of Science. It's not, right. it's not those things. Facebook can throw you off or whatever they want because it doesn't meet their social narrative. For now. But that <laughs> For now. is not science. No, it isn't. It isn't science. And, and I'll give you some of the science and uh, that'll allow you to fight back a little bit so that when you do make those decisions, uh, then you at least have some uh, evidence in the back of your head that you can cite. Uh, but I have questions for people out there, and then I'm going uh, to play a couple of things here, that, that, uh, a couple of clips that I have. But I want to know why people are still wearing the mask. And you are more than welcome to, to get into contact with us. You can get me on social media. Boondock Underground is my, is my uh, Instagram. The podcast um, lounge, gdh.com. Send yeah. us a message. You can send Boom. us a message. I want to know. And I'm being genuine, genuinely serious. If I see people walking by, I've done it before. I saw kids walking by. We pulled them in here and asked them why, why are they wearing the mask, you know. And basically they just said we can't go anywhere if we don't, you know. And our mom and dad are telling us that we have to. And our teachers are telling us we have to. And I'm like, well, those people are stupid. So, <laughs> um, I, but, but, but I mean, I, I genuinely want to know because I continue to see people, even here in El Dorado County, walking in town center, outside where the, where the, the, the transmission of coronavirus is almost zero outside they're still wearing them or they're wearing them in the cars uh, or they're uh they're putting them on two-year-olds worldwide that it is, it is nearly zero. yeah it, it's it really is it's, it's a it's a statistical zero yeah here's Point here's zero this is something this yeah. is which is a statistical zero yeah. Yeah. yeah it is it is a statistical zero here is dr fauci talking about that this is on 
CNN, by the way. I think he's with Jake Tapper, who asked good questions like once every 50 questions. Jake Tapper? Here he is. Let's talk about masks. I mean, you're seeing more and more talk about it. I know the C- Hold on. Before I say that, that is not Jake Tapper. That is that is the always right down the middle uh, George Stephanopoulos. So. Oh, really? He's in a human centipede <laughs> yeah, yeah, with... Yeah. with uh, that's great. Yeah, he loves it. Let's talk about masks. I mean, you're seeing more and more talk about it. I know the CDC is looking at perhaps revising their guidance about uh, wearing masks outdoors at this time. What's your best guidance on that at this point? I don't want to get ahead of them, George, but I think it's pretty common sense now that outdoor risk is really, really quite low, particularly, I mean, if you were a vaccinated person wearing a, wearing a mask outdoors, I mean, obviously the risk is minuscule. Okay, the risk is minuscule for outdoors. He continues to push the narrative that you need to not wear one, but two masks, even though six months ago he was saying that we shouldn't be wearing any masks, and now he's admitting the, 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 the pimp of, of, of mask you know, wearing and, and mask fear is telling us now that it's almost a zero when you go outside uh, to, um, to, uh, to, to, to contract the virus. Wasn't so, the whole point you, of the mask to flatten the curve first in of the all, beginning? Well, 410 for, days deep, yeah. First of all, for <laughs> Fauci, like I got to I got to I got to do the book of Mormon on this guy and I got to put him in a box and turn him the fuck off. Yeah. Because this guy got one he has been an epidemiologist for fucking 300 years. Yes. And in the last 18 months, he's gotten a taste of what it's like to be a fucking celebrity. Yeah. He yep. threw a first exactly. pitch terribly. And <laughs> This yep. guy is now like on, he's on the view. He's yeah. like, this guy is. He's the like, left's wet dream. Yeah, yeah dude. Is. He is on, he is, what, what is it? Is it, is it Regis and Kelly or Kelly and Michael? Uh, or? No, it's homeboy, isn't it? Isn't it oh, uh, Ryan, Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. This guy that is, this guy <laughs> is just, he is constantly got his makeup girl working. Bro. Because he loves the attention. Yeah. Yes. So let's put Fauci in a box and turn this fucker yeah. the fuck off. I'm glad you because said that. He has stopped being an epidemiologist. He and he is now a, a media celebrity who is listen, dude. You want you want this revenue and this attention to be uh, consistent? Four hundred thousand a let's, year. Uh, let's uh, keep let's it going. Continue with this. If yeah. Not, if yeah. not, maybe you know. Yeah, and he's he's he look he looks like. Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and he he enjoys the celebrity so there, much. There is a there is a, there there is, is that, that. and <laughs> he hates to be questioned. When they bring him up on on Capitol Hill and they ask him real questions and they present the science from him, he's like, "Well, but, but we, you don't understand because you're not an epidemiologist." But let's <laughs> let's just let's let's put him into a box, yeah, and shut him the fuck off. I got a We're box trying. for him, and put him in a box. And crush it very much, Book of Mormon like, and that that would be something that that most we'll most put him in the box with Coca Cola. Yeah, legit. Oh. Put him in a box and and crush it because his his viewpoint is very much from this from the standpoint of I need to really maintain my my stranglehold on this celebrity, which means yeah. yep. that I need to drive home this fear factor, which is not something that is healthy for any of you people out there at all. No, it, the no. fear factor is the most. It is more unhealthy for you. Than this virus could yeah, ever Yeah, 100%. And, and we'll talk about some of those as well in just a few minutes. Here's Tucker Carlson talking about the outside masking as well. There was never any meaningful risk of mass transmission outdoors. We've known that for at least a year. Last spring, researchers in China traced 318 separate coronavirus outbreaks to find out where they originated and how. 
They found that of those 318 outbreaks, only a single one could even plausibly be connected to a person who was outside. Last November, a review of all existing peer-reviewed research on this subject appeared in the Journal of Infectious Diseases. And that review found that the odds of contracting the coronavirus outside were about 19 times lower than the risk of contracting it inside. And then finally, last week, the New York Times admitted all this. According to the newspaper, scientists have discovered, quote, few, if any, documented cases of brief outdoor interactions leading to COVID transmission. So people running in the park are safe. They always were safe. So there you I, go. I'd like to point out the fact that Jim Acosta said that Fox News is a bullshit factory. Yeah, I, re- I heard that over the weekend. that guy loves Jim Acosta like nobody loves Jim Acosta. So if you believe <laughs> CNN, then this guy's full of shit. But Tucker has been telling you guys the truth for a long damn time. There is a, a paper that came out from a, a researcher uh, who was once affiliated with Uh, Stanford University and he's been affiliated with a few other universities as well and he worked for them for a while and he talks about um, he talks about he gets into the tall weeds like the size of the microns and and how when uh, when you are infected your your most infectious um, your most infectious time period which is seven days after you've been uh, diagnosed with it seven days in uh, the the uh, microns, the small microns increase and the big microns decrease. And so there is not a single mask that you could use that would keep those microns from escaping the mask. They talk about the big droplets. Well, the big droplets mostly will hit the ground, which is true. But if you have the mask on and because of the way it's, it's, it's fitting on your face and you have opens on the sides, if you were to have any sort of uh, deep breath or you were to sneeze or you were to do anything else, it shoots out the sides. It, beca- it, it goes 10 times further. The six feet thing has never been a thing on, in, indoors. And also it'll stick in the air longer um, because of the way, that, the way it shot out the sides. So wearing a mask, you know, it comes down to it. When you wear a mask, it actually does more harm than it does good. And most virologists and epidemiologists will, will tell you, and, and I, I talk to some of them all the time because of my job that I do in the daytime, um, that most people catch viruses uh, from from touching things that are contaminated and then touching their face, mostly through your eyes. You rub in your eyes, you get stuff in your mucous membranes. That's how you get most uh, viruses. Um, this This notion that you have to wear masks is asinine. On top of that, though, and, and we're pushing this more than anything, is, is one thing at a time for me, right? Can we please get to a point where we stop wearing the mask outside where you have fucking air and you have sun and you have distance and you have, you know, wind blowing? It, it, I don't know what these people are thinking. I don't know if they think that it lingers in the air and they're going to inhale it, even though the CDC suggested that it doesn't protect you. <clears throat> from inhaling the microns, but it protects you from exhaling the microns, um, which is why they suggested everyone needs to wear it because if you're sick and you don't know it, then exhaling can get people sick. But if, if the mask doesn't stop you from inhaling it, what's the point anyway? It's ridiculous. So let's, 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 let's talk about the fact that the, the, science, the, the quote-unquote science that is behind all of this is driven from university experiments and yep. is adopted immediately by the government. Right. Right. And the government can, can anybody tell me like, and, and 
and I'll let you I'll let you email the host on this one. <laughs> yeah. If anybody can tell me the last time that the government said mea culpa, dude, we fucked ah. up. We're wrong. Never and happens. No, no, no. Just nope. no. Just email us. I'll give you a twelve hundred yeah. million dollar gift card <laughs> to any place on the planet that you want to travel to because it doesn't happen. True. There's not a mea culpa Mm-mm. anywhere. They adopt science because they never let a crisis go to waste, and so science in it in and of itself is the process of questioning data uh-huh. and questioning right. results <clears throat> and then finding further and refining further and driving further and pointing further and getting further. And everyone says, you don't believe in the science mm-hmm. and the believe, like I said earlier, it's so God damn religious right now mm-hmm. that you can't get to the point right now where you, where you can say that anything that has happened in the past year and a half is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is true. Because so, can I just say this? We tried to open this conversation to people who believed that masking was important. And mm-hmm. I had reached out to one of my uh, counterparts in the media industry, and I, I said, you know, uh, I know that you are a pro, you know, a masker, and you, mm-hmm. you know, really believe in this. And I just wanted to know if you wanted to come on our, our web, or our, our podcast and, and talk about it. We'd like to have your opinion. So we had a quick conversation about it. And what it came down to is she says, you know, my daughter has health issues. You know, I, I really want her to mask up, and I don't want to be in a situation where I am exposed to, you know, things that I can bring home and transmit to my daughter. And this is why I believe in the masks. And I said, Mm. okay, I'm not going to say her name, but I said, okay, can I ask you this though? I I get that. But can we, can we be advocates of choice instead of mandate? Mitigating risk. Can it be the choice of yours to keep your daughter on homeschool? Can it be the choice of yours to work outside of the office and work remote like you have been on COVID? Because it's your choice because you have a high risk daughter at home. But can we not mandate can we not, uh, you know, impose mandates? Can we impose choice? I, and she didn't have anything to say about I that. Gu- I guarantee you during the H1N1 outbreak mm-hmm. during <laughs> and, and, and during the swine flu outbreak and during yep. the SARS outbreak, yeah. Yeah. if the Obama administration would have done <clears throat> this, mm-hmm. if they would have amplified this worldwide and said, it is a fucking thing, yeah. that everyone would have lost their goddamn mind. Agreed. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they didn't. And because it happened during an administration that was unpopular, they felt that they could drive to the media. To the media, yeah, they felt (laughs) they felt that they could drive this grand narrative. And I don't have I don't have a problem with pro maskers. I don't have a problem. I don't have I don't have a problem with pro. I don't have a problem. Fuck them. (laughs) I don't I don't have a problem with pro anything. Yeah, you do. You do what the fuck you feel you need to do. America, don't do not require me to do it. Exactly. Whether it's whether it's pro taxes. Pro-trans, pro-government, pro-communist, pro-Marxist, pro-BLM, pro-fucking-whatever-the-fuck-you-want-to-do. You do you, and I'll do me, Mm -hmm. and we'll be fine. Just do not ask for me to pay for it. And unfortunately, when when it comes to the mask debate, nobody wants to say anything about the actual... Science. No, they don't. They want to. They want to appeal to your empathy. They want to appeal to your sympathy and say, "Well, you know, obviously, you just don't care about human life." Yeah, it has to be that way. It's like the prison of two thoughts. You don't. You do not care about human. There, there. It's impossible. And like Ben Shapiro says, you you mentioned Ben Shapiro earlier. It's it's impossible for two truths to be to be true at once. I do care about human life, Mm -hmm. and I do care about your choice. If you feel like you want to walk through a Target with a mask on, 
Go for it. Bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead yeah. and do it. Have a great Knock fucking day. And I'm not going to look at you cross-eyed because mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. I don't know what kind of health issues you're suffering with. Exactly. Maybe you should wear the mask. Yeah. I'm just looking my. Maybe my, you have a, a bacteria that you're not trying to get me infected. Great. I'm looking for wear my third mask. cousin's Halloween card. Yeah. Dude, just shut <laughs> exactly. The, just, you do you do you. <laughs> I'll do me. Yeah. Just don't just don't require me to have your level yep. of empathy or sympathy. Exactly. Because I don't. Well, I got a t- I had a date with somebody one time, and, and she was uh, standing. She was telling we were having drinks, and we were over at uh, I think we were over at Thirty Six Handles or something. I don't know. And she was like, um, I, she came walking in with the mask, and I said, God damn, really? And you know, and so it started off bad. And uh, we ended up having a second <laughs> date. Oh, she's hot, and and we were talking. Helps. And it does help. And, and so we were talking, and she goes, "Yeah, well, uh, she goes. So let me ask you this, because we got into the mask. I had a couple of drinks, and I was like, fuck it, I don't care if I ever sleep with this girlie. Let me just go.' So I'm like, I'm go ahead, and I'm just being me now. And I and I and she was like, uh, and I said something about the mask, and she's like, well, let me ask you this. I was in I was in line at. Um, at uh, one of the grocery stores. Uh, what's the communist grocery store that... that Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah, no, no, their, their little brother. Uh, 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 Joe's. Uh, Trader Joe's. Trader, Trader Joe's, yeah. Um, and, and she said, she was in line, and she goes, this lady turned around and looked at me, and she said, uh, you're not standing six feet apart, and I would really appreciate it if you'd put your mask on. And I said, so what did you do? And she said, well, I, I put my mask on. And I said, you put your fucking mask on? Why would you do that? She goes, well, because, you know, obviously it was a big deal to her. So I just thought I would go ahead and, and, and um, you know, put it out there so that it was nice and, and you know, I was being nice to her. And she said, wouldn't you do the same? I said, fuck no. I'd tell her to go jump in a fucking lake. This is not yeah. my, it's not my business to make you feel better about your fucked up life, yeah. dude. I don't care about your shit. I don't want you to die. And I'm not going to wish bad things on you, but don't sit there and try and guilt me into some asshole like masking right. technique because you are are listening to fake news. Right. I don't. That's not my responsibility. She kept looking at me like I was like the Ayatollah. Like she was so pissed off at me, and we never talk again. But it's like, and, and that's okay. There's nothing I'm not willing to lose. But with your friend. I would love for her to come on. I know. Because here's the reason why. I, I don't know what her daughter has. And and if she wants to mask, like you said, go ahead and mask. Let's just have a choice. Mm-hmm. But my daughter has a legit thing. Yep. She, when she catches a cold, a lot of times it goes into pneumonia. Yep. We were on pins and needles this week because she had a fever all week long. We didn't know. She had to get a COVID test. It was negative. I wasn't scared of her getting COVID. I'm just scared of her getting anything yeah. because it always goes into pneumonia. My ex-wife, her mother, works on the COVID floor at Kaiser, right? I probably shouldn't say too much more because <laughs> um, she, she, and she takes care of the COVID cases. I think they have two or three right now. At its height, it was like 20. Um, and so, you know, she is up there on, on that floor the whole time um, dealing with them every single day being exposed. I work in EMS during the week. I am exposed to it all the time. I've been around COVID patients a lot. And... Um, and yet I don't wear masks when I go out. I have to wear them in the, in the clinical setting because that's obvious. But when I go out, I don't do it. So if, if your daughter's at high risk, okay, what does she have, asthma? Okay, so does my daughter. And yeah. she also has something else. And her parents both work in a highly volatile, highly transmittable area of, of healthcare, and we still don't do the mask thing. Yeah. Can, we, can, we, can we go ahead and, and, and deviate slightly <clears throat> away from... The, the micro narrative of the mask narrative yeah. to go to the word towards the grand narrative, which the, which the mask narrative feeds into, which is the 
this is the thing. The first day that one of the grocery stores around here required us to wear a mask, I took a picture and I'm like, well, fuck this. <laughs> like, this is just dumb. It is. And so the, the micro narrative of the mask is just a compliance issue for the grand narrative, which is the, what would it hurt if you just... Yeah, and, and this is the argument. I hate that it's, argument. It's, what would it hurt if you just Sorry. wore a mask? Well, what would it hurt if you just kept your kids home for a couple of weeks? Well, what would it hurt if you just worked for home from a couple of weeks? Yeah. What would it hurt if you just allowed the government to pass a two trillion dollar bill yeah. that will inflate the currency? Well, what would it hurt if you just allowed the government to pass an additional one point nine trillion dollars to uh, to inflate the currency? What would it hurt if you just allowed the government to pay people to stay home to slip not? It, mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. every every Preach. single aspect of it is part <clears throat> of the grand narrative, and what they've done is they they they've fear factored people into the baseline foundation of that house that they want to build, which is well, you should be fucking terrified, and if you're not terrified, you're a terrible human yeah. being. Well, and right now I can't get anything I can't get anything off of a port. I can't get anything out of the port of LA because mm. there's nobody there to work because yeah. the government has decided they're going to scare people into staying home and they're going right. to scare, scare people into staying home. And those people that stay home don't want to work. And so they're not going to go to work. So they're not going to get any off a ship. And so that guy is sitting off it on a, on a ship off the coast of the, of the United States for three or four weeks. And I can't get my stuff. So my stuff's cost is inflated. And so then you're inflated and then you're inflated. And then, you're, and then Joe Biden so what's says, it gonna I'm, not, hurt? I'm not going to raise this any, is what it's hurting. I'm not going to raise anybody's taxes. No, mm-hmm. but you have just inflated the currency to the fact that it is going to be unsustainable 100%. for the rest of this of society. 100%. And that is the fucking mass debate. It's not about whether you're going to breathe in fucking particles. Yep. It's about whether or not you're going to be so terrified that you're just going to go along whatever the fucking government says that they're going to do and then they're going to inflate your currency. They're going to devalue your savings and the the money that your parents and your grandparents worked so goddamn hard to save so that they can live a good life in their golden years is absolutely worthless that's the that one. is the goddamn argument here it's not about masks it's about fear and it's the grand narrative of people taking the fear on to a greater narrative which then says that the government can just have control over whatever they like yep. and they're going to pay people to do whatever they like they're going to pay people to stay home no one's going to have work no one's going to have personal responsibility nobody's going to have work ethic and everyone's going to stay home they're going to get a paycheck no matter what and then whenever they run out of a paycheck that the government is going to provide them they're going to complain to the government. The government's going to go back to the same supermajority, and they're going to pass right. another oh, spending bill to keep those people on unemployment and keep those goods off the coast and keep those goods out of your hands. And they're going to raise the prices yeah, in your fund. Yeah, that's it, and they, that's all I yep. got to say. And they spent and the, the, the budget Thank this God. year is going to be ten trillion. By the way, here's what uh, Tucker Carlson was saying as far as we let it happen. Masks on a tennis court. <laughs> Future generations Hilarious. will mock us for this, but we allowed it. We let power drunk politicians wreck the country in exchange for promising to protect us from a virus that 99% of us would have survived anyway. What were we thinking? Exactly. That's, and that's exactly what I've been trying to say. You want to know what it hurts? That's what it hurts. We've let it happen. We've set the example for the kids. We've set the example for others. Uh, you know, when, when you are trying to be a leader, and we've got a shitty one here in this state, which he's been recalled now. We'll see what happens in November or in no October. Win, unfortunately. Um, the, the, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. When you've got no light at the end of the tunnel, and you have an incoherent uh, policy, and you change it all the time, and nobody can understand it, and you've shut down businesses, and you've, you know, you've 
created depression and isolation in our kids and you shut schools down for no reason and you let the uh, teachers union in places like Chicago and in LA here in the state of California dictate when they're going to come back unless you give them money and then they hold the you know the federal government hostage because they want money so they can give it to the teachers unions and all that. those are the things that get hurt and as far as health consequences when you're talking about just the mass itself uh, they've done massive studies and since I'm in the healthcare industry I can talk to you that there is there are physiological effects, a hypercapnia, shortness of breath, uh, decline in pH levels, acidosis, toxicity, inflammation, self-contamination, increase in the stress hormone, adrenaline. Um, you've got uh, increase in muscle tension, uh, immuno, uh, immunosuppression on the Hell, or excuse me, on the psychological side, you've got chronic st- stress conditions. You've got the activation of fight or flight stress response all the time. Fear, mood disturbances, insomnia, fatigue, compromised cognitive performances. Um, you've got health uh, consequences as well. Certain illnesses, um, viral and infectious uh, perpetuation of, of illnesses, headaches, anxiety, depression, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, yeah. cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease. Um, accelerated aging process that should piss off the women in the room, Um, uh, health deterioration, premature uh, mortality. Um, We had a guy that I was taking out of the hospital one time, transferring to another hospital. His saturation level was about 80, which is bad. We can't take him at 80, so they weren't letting us take him. Uh, I told him to take his mask down for about two minutes. We took his mask down for two minutes, took a saturation reading again. It was back up to 98. Like, these are real Mm, things. And you morons... You, 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 you imbeciles, you dumb dildos running around outside or in your car with a fucking mask, you are part of the problem. Yeah. When's it going to end? Never. Yeah. If you continue to do this, like you say, and capitulate to the fucking government that, oh, we're going to allow you to make determinations on what we can do as a free fucking people. Mm-hmm. Because, it, it, and I hate to try and, I hate to make it sound like it's some deep thing that likens itself to, to you know, struggles that we had in the 50s and the 60s and places like that. But the reality is this. We are either free men or we are not. They're taking our choices away is what they're doing. They are. Here's, here's, here's what Tucker says about fighting back. Not even Tony Fauci still pretends that masks are medically necessary. Instead, masks are purely a sign of political obedience, like Kim Il-sung pins in Pyongyang. We wear them because we have to. The only people who wear masks voluntarily outside are zealots and neurotics. How neurotic are they? Well, we know. A Pew survey from last March found that 64% of white Americans who classify themselves as liberal or very liberal have been diagnosed with an actual mental health condition. Word. And you see them everywhere when you walk down the street in any major city. If you dare to go on foot from Union Station to the Capitol, for example, in Washington without wearing a mask, angry Biden voters will snort at you in judgment. How could you, they're saying from behind the gauze. How could you? That's the question we should be asking of them in return. The rest of us should be snorting at them first. They're the aggressors. It's our job to brush them back and restore the society we were born in. So the next time you see someone in a mask on the sidewalk or on the bike path, do not hesitate. Ask politely but firmly, would you please take off your mask? Yes. Science shows there is no reason for you to be wearing it. Your mask is making me uncomfortable. Yes. I'm gonna, yes. Yeah. Can, can I, I love me some Tucker? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's I, so. I love I love Tucker. And the the thing that the thing that I find really transcendent about that is the fact that it is not a I'm uncomfortable with you or you're uncomfortable with me. Mm-hmm. But just let them be. And yes. I like 
I, I don't have anger or, or trepidation or any kind of a, I don't have even a single negative feeling towards people that are wearing a mask in a car by themselves with the window down driving. Except that they're idiots. Well, I'm just like, wow. Except that their no, capitulation continues to put no, us in this fucking hole. Like, why are you the, wearing it? Yeah. Why? Here's the thing. If they were idiots, they wouldn't be able to afford to live in a, in a cosmopolitan city that is... And and drive a Prius surrounded. They mm-hmm. they would be living in they would be living in one of the growing and fucking countless homeless encampments on mm-hmm. the on the. I know a lot of stupid people masking in cars who work but, at freaking liberals. Target but, and liberals. they're masking and they're driving a Prius. And Correct. I'm, you're idiots. But but the the, the thing mm-hmm. I think I feel I don't feel anger towards them. I feel I feel an abject and un un bound level of pity for them well nick that's why yeah. we had you on the show tonight yeah. because we needed to balance the conversation yeah we need we need, <laughs> we need someone smart that and, oh, like, i feel bad that they've drank yeah. from this poisoned yeah. well and so deeply that they've allowed their four-year-olds to be to wear these little kid masks oh i know when, that's when, the stuff when, that makes me sick the absolute the absolute statistical like you right. could put you could put 12 four-year-olds all with covid in the same room together and watch them play together for a <clears throat> month and the statistical probability that they would be affected in any way is zero. absolute zero. And coming from a medical perspective, one of the reasons why, and I've read these research papers pity. from all over pity. the country, um, the reason why the young people, especially those who are in uh, elementary and junior high school, <laughs> changes a little bit when they get into high school, but even they don't, they don't, get it, they don't transmit it the same way that adults do. The reason why the younger folks don't get it is because the T-cells are not as developed as they should be. The T-cells are the ones that absorb viruses. And then those, those viruses... Are, cells. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. And they're not fully... Um, they are not... Fully, yeah, they, now, they, they do pass colds, and they pass, you know, yeah. uh, you know they, they do, you know, you get little colds and snivels and stuff like that because kids do pass Pink that. Guy with their dirty they, little hands. Right, Please but they do not do fill the not comment pass. section with your fucking anecdotes either. Yeah. You're one well, in thank you. Millions thank you, because do Somebody will always fill say the goddamn comment section. Yeah, with your anecdotes or your made up bullshit. That's the thing I get Come all on the, the time. Show. Talk to us. I either Come get on. somebody who says, "Yeah, what about that nine year old in uh in 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 Alabama who died from?" Co-? Well, first of all, it probably wasn't. And number two, yeah, there's your one. Okay, it's just like when white people talk about the greatest fighters at all time, they'd be like Rocky Mountain. That's their one, right? That's their one. Uh, like like on uh, like 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 they say, like Eddie Murphy there's, said on. There's on plenty a, of people. There's plenty of people that get hit by by a car veering off of thank the you. road. Exactly. But like you exactly. and I, are, you and I are going to walk to the nearest restaurant, and we're going to have a cocktail after this. And I'm not going to require you to step off of the road every time a car comes yeah. by because well, you're not going to be in danger of that car veering off the road because statistically. The likelihood of you getting plowed by that car and destroyed are zero. zero. That is well, the same thing for a four-year-old and having a goddamn exactly. child-sized so take pink the damn mask, mask with off. unicorns yeah. and fucking yeah. sequins on it. Stop making it. Stop. You won't stop you, making it normal. You, you won't allow. You won't allow us to market. You won't allow us to market alcohol, cigarettes, tobacco, and firearms to children, nor anything on any that that is that is sensible. So why will you allow us to market this this propagandic propagandistic bullshit to yep. four year olds and make it sensible to them? Yep. Because all they do is make sense of it, and then you're going to be in real trouble 
when they're 22 years old brainwashed and, and their broken ass psyches are yep. then vote are then voting for the people who have broken them dead-eyed sheep in the is past what I call them. well because people rebel like if you if if you have if you have a daddy issue if you have a mommy issue if you have a brother issue and when you're two three four five six seven once you become 24 25 you fucking rebel against that and all you're doing is giving these children daddy issues against the government and then at some point in the next 14 or 15 years your fucking hens are going to come home to roost and you're going to realize that everybody that told you the truth quote unquote when you were four is full of shit well the statistically my daughter is more likely to be killed in a car accident than she has to contract covid and pass it on to somebody else or to die from that i'm more likely to be killed by this fucking succulent on your table than yeah exactly and my daughter is going to be driving in a couple of months your daughter is now driving right um and i'm not going to keep her from getting into a car because i've mitigated the risk i understand the risk and i'm taking it on as myself The, the you're saying you don't have any animus or you don't you know you're not angry at these people and i wouldn't say that i'm in a situation where I want to confront them and fight them. What I am For saying that. is I, I I do hold grudge. I am angry at them because the reason why I'm we're angry at the grand, at the, at the grand narrative, they're, they're, well, that's they're, the point. That's the yeah, they're point. They're perpetuating if they would stop yes. that, then this grand narrative would go away. Yep. If we For all that. rose up together yep. and we just said, listen, enough is enough, then this would not be a thing. How in the hell is Target going to stop you when all 350 people are walking in there without a mask on? Yeah. It's the people who comply without any sense of, of, of evidence or medical evidence or science whatsoever, yeah. in fact, going against the medical evidence that are perpetuating this that caused me to get bad looks because I want to go into Target without a fucking mask yeah. on. This will never end until you imbeciles take that mask off and take back some of your independence. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, the only evidence that they are that they're that they're presented with is that is with that University of Washington evidence that was prepared 14 months ago by the government yeah. with haste to get people to comply with oh, the I know. bullshit. And now now it's just there's it's it's a trickle and that's how science works. Science works in a trickle. God, can you remember how how long ago was Pluto a planet? Oh man, uh. I, just, I don't remember how long. <laughs> not ago that, that long. Was. I mean, that it was just ago. determined oh, dude, that it and wasn't. Then it, and then it yeah. was, and now and it was not again. And now it is again. And now it might yeah. be again. Science. And now there's and now there's hashtag a, science. Now there's a giant planet roaming around us. Yeah. And now there's a super <laughs> dark sun roaming. Around. But it's all hashtag yeah. quote unquote science. Yeah. And you cannot. I I I I really. I really want to. I really want to tell people out there this, like from me to you, like this this podcast and everything withstanding. There is nothing that you can have total one hundred percent faith in, right? Other than yourself, right, right, and, and your, the way you treat people, and your lived experience, and the way that you treat people, whether it's your religion or whether it's science. But you cannot have a hashtag science. That you drop a mic on every time you walk exactly. out of a room. Because, exactly. <laughs> because I, I, I will be honest with you. By the time you the, the, the mic has left the skin on your hand until it's it changed. hits the floor and it produces it that positive feedback loop yeah. that you can't hear in your fucking head anymore, yeah. the science has changed. And that requires faith. And if you can take the faith in that single thing that you've decided that you're going to put faith in and just put it in yourself yeah. and the people that surround you and the things that you know are to be true you, you 
You well, really, you really can't go wrong. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but back in the back in the sixties, back in the fifties, really, the FDA and the government was uh, was funding all these um, doctors that were re- doing research on on, nu- on nutrition, and uh, they had come to the conclusion that Sugar, saturated fats, bread. Yeah, saturated fats, <laughs> saturated fats, eggs are bad, were for good for you, and 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 all this money was going to all these scientists and doctors to to tell uh, to tell people and to come in and to um, to um, testify on Capitol Hill that saturated fats were good fats, and they were pushing it. The FDA was pushing it, and the the health department was pushing it. That, and then it came out. We found out that saturated Saturated fats are absolutely uh, the worst for you, and it's and, and but they were really pushing this in the fifties. The government was, yeah, and it was all about the science. Hashtag science. <laughs> yeah, I also want to say before I get off track, and we're going to close up here in just a few minutes. But um, I, I, I go to the gym, and um, what I what I've been doing is walking into the gym with my mask on so I can check in because a wink and a nod with the people who are working there. A lot of times they're like, you know, just go ahead and wear it on the way, and then and then you can take it off. And I do, but at Crunch Fitness, right? And I know that they're doing this at uh, they're doing this at uh, CalFit as well because I left CalFit because of this. And CalFit's lost over five thousand paid members in the last year. And and when I was talking to one of the guys about that, he wanted me to feel sorry for him. I'm like, fuck you, dude. You came up to me when I was in the middle of a bench press, told me to put a mask on, and I told you to walk me to the front and, and cancel my fucking membership, and I'm never coming back. And that's exactly what I did. Crunch is doing the same thing. Crunch is running around. There's a guy. He is the general manager. His name's Randy. I don't even know what his last name is. He's a bald-headed fuck. Looks like the, looks, he looks like Mr. Clean. He Poor is Randy. running around. This, I want people to hear this, too. There's a guy named Randy. He's the general manager at Crunch Fitness here in Folsom. I think he runs all of them in the area. And he walked up to a friend of mine and told him, hey, man, I have told you to put that fucking mask on while you're working out on several occasions. You're not, and I'm going to kick your ass out of there. He said, fuck and kick your ass out of there. This is a guy who is talking to a member who's paying 30, 40, whatever it is a month to be a part of your joint. And you're running around telling people that they need to get the fuck out if they don't put that mask on, pushing shitty, pathetic, discredited science. And you assholes with your fucking virtue signaling running around everybody look at me i'm a good fucking person no you're a sheep you're a sheep and that's and everyone needs to go and find this dude and and ask him no 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 fighting no no anger no i'm not talking about violence here i'm talking about why don't you ask him first first of all here take it yeah take that away from that uh take it you can put it on just don't put it near the mic that's all that's the only reason we just had another guest show up yeah um it's it's all about just trying to ask them questions they've done it to me too and i told the girl i said look uh you know she's like she's like you need to put that mask." i said listen i'm not gonna wear it when i'm working out and she said well she goes well you need to wear it when you're working out she goes and i said it's not very healthy and she rolled her eyes which fucking set me off dude she rolled her eyes this girl who probably has seven credits at Folsom lake college junior college and and she's telling me about science college and i said to her I, she goes, I work out every single day and I don't have a problem. And I said, and I'm a paramedic every single fucking day. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, what you're saying is so back words and stupid. It makes no sense. Telling me that I have to wear a mask while I'm literally creating in my alveoli more gases that are supposed to come out of your mouth. 
and I'm keeping some of those in. Can you imagine what it could possibly be doing? I'm not saying yeah. people are going to drop dead everywhere you go, but healthy. it isn't healthy, yeah. asshole. Right. No, It'd be like me coming a, in and smoking a Marlboro yeah. when I'm working out. This, yeah. is, this, is, this, is the, this is the problem, though, is yeah. that we're, we're all so halfways or fully fired up about all of the, all of the businesses that are out there that have then indoctrinated their yeah. employees to this narrative. It's true. It's not, it's not little Ash. No, it's true. Cult. I don't yeah, get after the right. employees. No, you're it's right. it's really not. The problem is, is that it's these goddamn businesses yes. that have then decided to swallow hook, line, and sinker mm-hmm. the government's narrative of, well, and and if it's a mandate and you have and you have your licenses or you have your 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 incorporation through the government, they undoubtedly will make you pay because the one thing that is undoubted is that the government, if you decide that you're going to snub your nose at them flagrantly, they will make you pay. Well, we're snubbing our nose at them and Keith and and I want you to talk about our masking. You know a bunch of people that that have flagrantly snubbed their nose at the government and they're in the middle of trying hard not to pay. Well, one of the reasons why we brought you on is because you own businesses. And you've had to comply in in some shape or form, which I, and I'll be honest with you, I live down here, uh, I'm in town center probably four days out of the week, and I'm proud of you uh, as a business owner, Thanks. because I think you've done everything that you could do to comply, not just with what the rules were, but to also um, make sure you didn't alienate your customer base, because I don't think... Uh, You've done everything you possibly can yeah. to stay open and to keep people employed yeah. and to not be irrational and not do, uh, not be irresponsible. We, I think you've done it the right way. And it and it's not even that. And I want I want everybody to totally understand this. Like like from from my my mouth to your to your to your a business owner. Careful. Yeah. yeah. Is <laughs> yeah right. Is that I respect everyone's sovereignty. Yeah, I like that. Over yourself. And if you don't feel comfortable participating in something that is not something that you feel comfortable with, I I champion that. Yeah. yeah. I really do. And even mm. if that is not even if that's not going into a business that participates in what you and what you and what you feel is not right, don't participate in that business. Yeah. If and 100%. N- n- your sovereignty is the most important thing that yeah. you have because that that and that and fucking in in the matter of fact as i think about it that's all you have yeah. is your own personal yeah. sovereignty and if you don't have that you can't exercise control over anything in your life so i champion that if you want to wear five five masks and stand outside of my restaurant and yell at me <laughs> yeah. i'm totally fine with that yeah. Uh, that's well, a, that, that's really up to you. I'll tell you this: we we do have a mask event. Here's what I want to do: is is we're trying to get to a, some different establishments, and I want to. I don't want to combat. I don't want to go combative with people. What I want to do is Not set up all. a little table, and I want to have uh, big trash bags, and I want people to come in and bring masks. Not just people ripping their masks off and putting it in the bag, but I want people to go around and clean up the fucking community. Like, we've got nothing but shitty masks laying all over the place. You want to talk about health? It's disgusting, man. Like, the shit that goes on, you have no idea. You know, when you're you're in the the clinical setting, like when I'm over at uh, UC Davis Medical Center, or I'm at Kaiser, or I'm taking somebody into the emergency room, you know, you, you don't get to just play dick around with your mask all day long. You have to change that mask on the constant, right? And, and... 
there's a lot of things that can happen when you when you look at just when you look at this beautiful street here, uh, town center on town center boulevard, and it's littered, and, and it isn't as bad as a lot of other places. But, but you look bad. in, you see just 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 masks laying on the ground. They're disgusting. I pick up four or five every day. Yeah, and in gloves as well. So what we want to do is we want to set up in front of these places and not be combative, but just have a sign that say. You know, turn your mask in here. Dispose your mask. Yeah, dispose your mask right here. And then what I'm going to do that for a few weeks, and then we're going to do what Tucker Carlson says we should do. And this is the last Tucker Carlson I'm going to play because I'm Tucker Carlson out, uh, but I'm all tuckered out. But uh, (laughs) but listen, listen to what Tucker says about uh, about maybe he was listening to us about our event. So how do you resist? The first step is to say the obvious. Say it loudly. Say it often. This is not about science. This is about political power. If it was about science, Fauci and Kamala Harris would be happy to hear, for example, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, discuss the science behind mask mandates with a Harvard professor. They would welcome that. But they hated it. So they just pulled the whole thing off YouTube. Here's part of what they refused to let you hear. Dr. Gupta mentioned about, you know, not putting masks on kids. That's not effective, not necessary. Uh, Martin Calder, do you agree in school there's no, no need uh, for them to be wearing face masks? Uh, children should not wear face masks, no. There's, uh, they don't need it for their own protection, and they don't need it for protecting other people either. Okay. I mean, I think schools, how do you teach a child to read with face masks on, on Zoom? Hmm. So that's now banned. Scientists talking about science. Those aren't <laughs> scientists anymore. They're now dissidents. How is this happening? Well, it happens because we allow it to happen. Because we buy into their demands because we internalize their standards. If you decide to burn American flag in a public park tomorrow, how would they respond to that? Well, of course, they would applaud. That's your First Amendment right. You'd be fighting the tyranny of the people who created this horrifying country. How, by contrast, would they respond if you burned a pile of surgical masks in a public park tomorrow? They probably wouldn't like it, but that's your right, too. There you go. And that's exactly what I had planned on doing a couple of months ago when you and I talked about doing this mask event. Until people stop with the nonsense, compliance, and the bullshit inciting fake science and just blindly going with what you say. And I don't always blame people for not knowing things because you have your own life, you're busy, you got kids to raise and stuff. But don't push bullshit science if you haven't done the research, you imbecile. And And if you keep doing it, then we're going to be screwed. It's going to continue to go on forever. So we want to turn masks in, and then in a few weeks, we're going to have a big mask burning well and the best thing about this event that you're doing boondock is that we're not just saying you know hey like let's rebel against the mask movement you're actually inviting people to come on and debate it yes talk to us tell, tell me. us why tell change why. my mind change my mind <laughs> oh. like if you have science i haven't heard of or yeah. if there's you know stats out there that i don't know and you are set in your ways come on and talk to yeah, us let's hear the science about it's wearing it in your really car really hard i Can have reached out to tens to of people let's, in the last you know two weeks since we've started this thing yeah, no come on tell us why tell us why let's, let's no one talk, will do it let's talk about the heavy part of this though um, let, let's talk about the fact that this, that masks originally have now pushed the isolation of humans away from each other. That's right. And that isolation has created an abnormal amount of suicides in yeah. our community. That's right. And I personally know two people who have committed suicide in the past year and a half wow. at, as a result of this isolation. The, and, and it's not even isolation. It, it has become 
this ultra nihilism that nothing matters. So Nick, before you go on to your point, um, when in working in EMS, I've taken plenty of people who have tried to commit suicide and who have succeeded to the emergency rooms. And I've taken people who have tried and are in emergency rooms who are now going to uh, psych facilities and the psych facilities have been so crowded that uh, one of the biggest psych facility in the Sacramento area said they're up 700% last year. Wow. And we had to start taking people down to LA right. and San Diego, Arizona, places so like that. If you, if you all want to wow. do your, if you want to do your mask turn in, if people will staple a $5 bill to their mask before they turn it in. Ooh, I like that. I will, Ugh. I will match that Ugh. personally. Do you and hear we'll, that? And we'll, yeah. and we'll donate it to suicide prevention. Oh dude, I love oh, that. I See, love it. there you go. Nick. That's, that's, that's the call to action yeah. right there. And that's yeah, just, that's, that's just personally, I'm, I'm not out. I, I don't care what your view on masks are, but you need to understand that this has had a, total adverse effect on a population that has that was not susceptible to the to this disease and they have they have died as a result exactly you you take a swing line orange stapler from office space and you staple a five dollar bill to a mask thank you for that and we will help that community we will rip it off and they will count it and they'll come to me with a number and then I will. I'm not going to do it from a from a personal account. I'm not yeah. going to do it from a from a business account or from from a charity account. I'm just going to do it from my own pocket. And we will we'll match that donation and we will donate it to a suicide prevention charity. And oh, see, and, and that can be of your guys's choosing. So it's not just us sitting around dancing like Lord like of the that. Flies, watching like a, a pile of masks burn. We know that everybody understands the gravity that this thing has has caused our society as a whole that's you're such a better your, idea you're putting your money where your mouth is yeah. 100% i that's don't such a I better don't, idea. i'm i'm not going to burn a mask <laughs> because i i i i don't care that heavily about it but i do care about the fact that society has has as a whole given up to this and yes. that and that there are a few marginalized few that have given up more and you're giving up in your day-to-day life. Suffering. They've given up their life as a re- as a result of this. And so I would like to match that in terms of suicide prevention. Oh man, this, that's even better. That's even better because then there's a, there, then there's uh, something tangible behind it. There's there's a call to action. So what we'll do it we'll we'll get with Nick and uh, we'll see if we can set it up to where we can go to your establishment or we can do it out here. Um, right in front of ours, um, and we'll have a place where you can bring your mask. I don't want you to go get new masks because you're you're going to be wasting PPE. Uh, I want you to bring used masks. Um, I want you to the pick them up off the street. Get gloves on because uh, they're filthy uh, <laughs> and they're filled with shit. Especially if you get it off my mouth, I can assure you. <laughs> right, so pick them up, bring them in. Like he said, we'll have staplers out there. Um, and you can staple the $5 bill, or if you want to do a $1 bill or you want to do a $10 bill, whatever it Match is. It. Um, and Nick, who, can I say, what, 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 no? Okay. Not at all. Uh, not I, yet. I, I, I just, in, I enjoy doing this as a person, not anything else. Okay. So, but Nick is a business owner in, in this community and has done countless things in this community because he finds this community to be his responsibility, which we should all protect each other in this community and, and do ourselves and uh, put our money where our mouth is. So we appreciate that, man. That's a great idea. Yes. We'll have you staple it to the mask, put it in there. We'll count it up. We'll give we'll it to Nick. And then write we'll, a check. And then, and then we will uh, give that money to one of the local um, suicide prevention agencies, which I know there's plenty of Countless. them. So uh, we'll do that. That's such an awesome thing. All right. That's going to wrap it up. 
Uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, you can always check us out. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Um, if you go to Boondock Underground on Spotify and iTunes, you can find uh, The Fearless Show, which is in amongst some of the other Boondock Underground shows. Um, and uh, you can check that out. And, um, you know, it's free. You can just download it for free. Play it right on Spotify or iTunes. Uh, we're also on Google Play, on uh, the Google Podcast. Uh, we are on Podbean as well. And you can also get it on our website at the thepodcastloungeedh.com. I'm Boondock. We want to thank our guests. Make sure you keep in contact with us, thepodcastloungeedh.com, or check us out on Facebook or Instagram, Boondock Underground. If you want to get in participation with our uh, mask event where we're turning those masks in, and we're stapling money to them, and we're giving that money to suicide prevention. Thank you for hanging out.